Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Harry and Guest, with me, Harry, and my guest. Today I'm joined uh, by uh, Hannah. Uh, hey, you've managed to get ten other people on the show? Uh, yes, I have. That's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. You have ten friends? I do. <laughs> it's impre- I mean, sometimes you get more than one person on an episode, oh. and then you're, then you're, you're going... You're, Damn. Yeah, no, that's professional. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's called asking very nicely. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah anyway, uh, hi, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's good to be here, Harry. It's, well, you know, I'm glad you said yes, because... <laughs> it's, 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 I have nothing else to do. Well, because y- you're back... I, ha- I have three friends back home. Yes, <laughs> you're back home from university. I am, I Wait, am. Do, do you want to say what university? Yeah, um, yeah, I go to University of York. I do history and English there. And, um, yeah, I'm back home for my first term, first year. Wow, very exciting. And how do you feel being back? It's it's very surreal. (laughs) It's so weird being back in a place with a completely different context to it. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that is. Uh, yeah, it's strange. and it's just weird. Like walking, I feel like I'm like 16 again, just walking around like <laughs> my hometown because I'm like, this is where I've lived for like years, but yeah. also like it's not where I live anymore. I'm just visiting. Yeah, it's and it's also I imagine quite quiet compared to York. Oh my, it is. It's so I love living in a city so much. I've missed it so badly, yeah. and um, now being back in you know mm. fucking rural Hampshire. <laughs> God, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this part of the country. <laughs> I love the yeah. north. Do you think once you've finished university, you're going to stay in the York area? Oh, I'm moving to LA. I'm getting oh, of out of here as fast as I can. We've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, Tory <laughs> government, I'm leaving. Yeah. The, the, the election <laughs> solidified me not being here. Yeah. That probably um, probably a good move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we thought that the best thing that you could give advice on would be sort of uh, university as you are. At university. To be fair, that is the best, uh, at least PG topic that I can give <laughs> advice on. Yeah. Um, so I think a good thing to start off with, um, I think a lot of people I think worry about at university um, is making friends. Because generally, because like when you move to different schools, like you know a few people because it's generally the same yeah. area. But university is literally the other end of the country. And it's like, how did you find with all these different people from all different walks of life, you know, unlike a more variety than you've ever seen before. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, yeah. There's like not just white people. It's I fantastic. know. <laughs> How did you manage sort of that uh, sort of uh, period of integration? Um, I think the the most like this is gonna sound really cliche, and it's the thing all teachers tell you, but like it is true is that everyone else yeah. is having to make friends as well. I was really lucky. So one of my friends from this college. Uh, actually went to York with me. So right. we're at the same uni. She didn't go because of me. Well, that's what she said. <laughs> um, but so we're, we're there together. So I have like a built-in support system already, which is right. great. But other than that, like you just have to remember everyone's in the same boat. Mm. So literally just throw yourself into things. Say yes to everything. You know, go out with people. Um, if you don't drink, there's uh, at least at York, there were some really good options for people who didn't drink because we have a, one girl in our house who doesn't drink. Um, but if you do drink, go out with people. <laughs> Join societies, join mm. societies that you're interested in, talk to people in your seminars, talk to people on your course, um, and eventually you will find your uh, people who you like and people who you can hang out with. It took me a while, for sure, to find people who weren't my friend from Godalming <laughs> um, to like actually hang out with, but like now I found them, and I love them. So, mm. Yeah, and um, I suppose on that sort of general idea of sort of new beginnings because it is it's like a, you can like if you want you could just sort of reinvent oh, your you whole could, self you could literally go to university and not be the same person at all yeah i know that i'm i definitely have a university personality but i'm just the kind of person who has your personality for yeah. different places <laughs> yeah I, I, how do you think 
sort of because obviously York is in the north and uh, you are from the south. Um, Unfortunately, <laughs> how did you find that sort of? Because it's pretty. I went to Manchester and it's quite like very different. Yeah, the culture is definitely very different. I love it. Mm. I'm half American, right? Um, as you know, because I don't shut yes. up about it. That's true. Um, so the culture is much more American yeah. in the sense everyone's really friendly, everyone's really lovely, and I, I absolutely love that. I think that if you go to a city, like I think at least for me, something that was very very important about picking university was uh, having a city that I liked, mm. um, and I absolutely fell in love with the city of York before I even thought about applying for uni there. So I got really lucky mm. and went to a place where I loved the city, and I think. It's it's just a really it's a really great place and it, it's um it's just it is very different but in a good way. Mm. Yeah, and is it? Because I suppose the good thing is that most people in your sort of house or, or whatever um will also not know your. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of I imagine quite good to sort of discover all new places with all, oh the, my all God. these new I've people. got like we've got like our staple cafe that we go to. <laughs> me and me and Zoe, my friend from Godalming, mm. and then like. I go on the pub crawls, so I'm, like, learning all the bars and pubs, and specifically the alternative ones. Right. Um, and so... And then, like, sometimes I will literally just take myself on dates out into the city. <laughs> and so I'll, like, get, like, £10, mm. and I'll go out, I'll buy myself, like, a coffee and then lunch from the Christmas market, which is open at the moment, wow. which is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and then just fucking wa- have a wander around. Mm. It's definitely worth having, like, a weekend up in the city um, that you're planning on going to uni and well, like, once you've got in yeah. and you got your results have a weekend there before you actually move and get to know the city Yeah, just just to give you an idea of the kind of city you're going to be going to So and also especially if there's any historical things that cost money go with your parents so your parents mm. pay the entry fee for things like you know like um, museums and stuff yeah, like that yeah. so you can go to museums without having to spend your student loan yeah I mean York is quite historic uh, York's York's such an old city. It mm. used to be an old Roman fort against really? the yeah. It used wow. to be like one of the supporters of Hadrian's Wall, wow. one of the supporting forts. And then it was um, a Saxon, uh, specifically just a monastery, um, or something like that. Um, and then from there, a small town grew around it. And then the place where the Minster is today, which is if you go to York, absolutely have to visit. Um, that's. That's where the Saxon place was, and if you go down beneath the Minster, you can see like old Roman tiles and stuff. It's amazing. That is, yeah. It's sort of the culmination of British history. It really is. It's Britain right, right through the ages. Yeah, there's always been something where York is. Yeah, because even in London, you don't get that because they pave over it all. Mm, Yeah, I mean York. I think is a lot more embraces their history. yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's a street that is in pretty much the same condition as it was in the 1400s. Wow. It's, yeah, it's very, very famous and is constantly busy and full of tourists, but it's <laughs> yeah. so worth it. Cause it looks I suppose like that's Diagon another Alley. thing is like living in a city like that. Mm. I imagine a lot of tourists. Yeah, it does get very busy, especially around mm. now. The mm. last couple of weeks up, at, up there were absolute hell because like, you go up on a Saturday, there's the Christmas market, so everyone's out Christmas shopping at the Christmas market. And because school's starting to get out and stuff like that, um, or like, you know, the private school kids who skipped the last week of school or like the last few weeks of school because mummy said they could um, <laughs> I don't have anything against private school kids I promise I was one for <laughs> a while um, but yeah so there's tons of tourists mm. about and stuff like that so it's it does get busy but that's just something you've got to be prepared for living in yeah. a city and if you know the places to go that aren't super touristy then it's amazing yeah and um, I suppose 
with living in a new city, you have a lot more independence. I mean, mm. you have independence, which is something you don't have when you live with your parents. Absolutely not. My parents are really so, strict. So, <laughs> so, so, I mean, it, it must be such a dramatic sort of cha- do you, but, d- change. But did you, like, find it overwhelming to start with? Like, the sudden, um, all this independence you had? I personally didn't. Well, the first two weeks were amazing. Mm. And then I had a mental breakdown in the third week because I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm living away from my parents. Mm. I'm an adult. This is going to be the rest of my life. I basically had an existential crisis right. is a better yeah. name for it. But um, I think, yeah, like you'll get to a point where you're like, oh, shit, this is it. I'm at uni. Mm. And then you'll get over that. And then you're like, yeah, I'm at uni. Like, this is my life. And, like, you'll develop habits. Like, I, every morning, I'll have breakfast. I'll get I'll get a coffee from Costa and I'll head off to my lectures. Mm. And then in the afternoon, I might go into town, I might go to the library, or I might just go back to my room and watch Netflix. You're like, it's... Or, or like, you know, I'll spend the morning at the library and then I'll go to lectures in the afternoon. But, like, you you really come to, like, come into your own, I think, and start, like, developing habits and sort of, like... It, I think it really helps you, like, figure yourself out having independence and just being able to make decisions for yourself. Like, you sort of start to find out the kind of person that you are. It's really wonderful. I, mm. I'm thoroughly enjoying it at the moment. Yeah, I mean, and I think the sort of... It, it's it's independence, but it's also because you live with other people. Mm. So you're not entirely reliant on yourself. Maybe uh, because you have... Well, <laughs> it dep- I mean, that depends who... You, that depends who you live with, obviously. Jesus Christ. Um, but, but that I think... Because yeah. it, it is generally the case, I've found, speaking to people who have gone to university, I mean, in particular, like, specifically the kitchen is one of those things that's, like, generally it's one person that does it. And so yeah. it's, like, it's... I yeah. I think it depends, like, it varies, but in our kitchen we definitely have... There's, like, at least three or four people, male and female who don't know how to clean up after themselves. Mm. And that includes when they're, like, cooking. So the surfaces will just be covered with, like, old food. And it's That's disgusting. Awesome. But, like, I had such... Go- I got so pissy with my housemates the last few weeks because I'm really affected by the space mm. that I am in. And, like, that's the only communal space you get in halls is the kitchen. So, like, we don't even use ours that much. I feel so bad for my friends who mm. are in um, non-catered housing. Yeah. And it's... Oh, God, it's just terrible i don't have any advice for how to deal with kitchen yell at your housemates don't, <laughs> pro- probably don't do that but like you should have like strong words with them yeah clean up after yourself don't be the person don't mm. be the problem clean up after, after your, clean up after yourself keep your things separate throw away things that are yours that are expired you know just generally be a clean housemate mm. and then you aren't part of the problem and so if a problem does arise you can yell at other people Right. Instead yeah. of getting yelled do, at. Do you find uh, d- d- uh, your uh, at York? Did you um, get any say in your housemates? Because at Bournemouth, no. where I'm probably going, really? it was like they give you uh, like a you write down the kind of traits oh, that you would you like know, I in think a housemate. I, I think I did something where I talked about my traits and the kind of right. things I like. But I may just be completely imagining that. <laughs> I think I think it's mostly random. Mm. Because obviously you select the kind of housing you want. So you get yeah. put with the other people. So like I wanted catered but not en suite right. in a specific college. And so I applied for that as my top one. And then the next one down was um, like uh, the shittier version of that at right. the same college. Because I really want to go to this specific college. <laughs> um, but no, you. I don't think you really get a choice in it, to be fair. Right. And uh, honestly, those kind of quizzes probably don't matter much. Well, anyway. true, true. Um, uh, do you find that it's sort of difficult? living with 
how many people are in your uh, like dorm? Or house so my or specific toy? block. Right. So there is a so A, B, and C block, which is the blocks that I'm in, are the sort of mediocre living areas. They're not ensuite like the rest, like like the other bit near us. But they're also not what we call prison block, which right. is just shit. It's <laughs> tiny rooms. It's like slightly cheaper, but it's tiny, tiny rooms. Right. Um. So we have fifteen pers- uh, fifteen people in the house. So that's fifteen people to a kitchen. Wow. Yeah, and it's about seven or so with the nice ensuite ones. How big is the kitchen? Is it big or is it very it's small? Pretty, it's sizey. Like, you can get all 15 of us in there comfortably and have us hang out. Mm. We don't, no. but you can. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you can have at least three people cooking at once, which is absolutely fine. Mm. You know? And do you like all your housemates? Or Oh, I suppose if they listen. You know probably. what? <laughs> uh, I actually have... I like the vast majority of them like right. i don't like like i like them they're, they're very nice people mm. um there is one named harry right. who i really don't get on with mm. and it's just because he has huge chad energy and he's right. not he doesn't look like a chad but then he opens his mouth and you're like oh, oh you're a chad and yeah. not not in a good way no. um so we really don't get on because like obviously he'll say something he'll make like a racist joke and I'm like that's not okay and then he'll be like oh god get over it yeah and it's like mm, no I'm not gonna get over it you're contributing to institutionalized racism fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I suppose there's always those people it's just... yeah like you know, I'm very lucky because I do get on with most of my house and I do it's go interesting out you only have one them. person you don't get along with because that's quite impressive yeah. for 15 I don't spend people. a lot of time with them to be fair yeah and like I have opinions about all of them like the, there's three other girls on my floor one of them I don't know very well, but she seems very nice. She's a bit chaotic. Right. Um, one of them is way too easy of a pushover, <laughs> which is so frustrating whenever there's any hint of conflict. She's like, oh, my God, no, wait, stop it. We can't have conflict. And it's like, yeah. you need conflict sometimes or else people are going to continue to be shitheads. I know someone like um, that. <laughs> yeah. and, and the other one has absolutely no personality. She's very nice, but she just doesn't have a personality. Right, that's so, unfortunate. Yeah. Like, I have thoughts about all of them. I don't hang yeah. out with them a huge amount. I found friends who aren't them. Mm. But um, like they're all very nice, and I get on with I've never had any really bad issues so right. do you reckon do you reckon that's a good idea is to not just be friends with your housemates because then if you, yeah. there's an issue with the house that sort of carries yeah. out and also just the thing is like being friends with just your housemates keeps you in your house mm, like it keeps you true. in what is essentially your comfort zone mm. and like I think a, a huge part of the point of university is doing things that aren't in your comfort zone joining yeah. clubs that, that you wouldn't normally you know like making friends and meeting people who aren't the normal kind of people you'd hang out with Yeah. or if they are like you know finding them but no, I think being friends with just your housemates really does keep you in your comfort zone and yeah. you really shouldn't. Also, you're not guaranteed to get along with them. That's so. true. That's true. And, and li- living with a person really tests your relationships. <laughs> Do you find sort of... Um, li- because you you live in Catered. I do. But two days a week you feed yourself. Yes. So, so we have breakfast and dinner Monday through Friday. Right. So I feed myself all meals on the weekend and lunch during the week. Right. And have you ever had problems with people like stealing food and stuff? Actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, people have like, I've definitely had people take my cheese and grate it <gasps> before. And I know. That's just... I, I, I know because they put it back and there was sauce on the packet and the cheese had been grated and I don't own a grater at uni. Ah. So I was like, and I saw them grating cheese earlier and I was like, bitch, that was my cheese. <laughs> wow. Um, and not, not huge problems. Yeah, wow. We have one person in our house who has, who has admitted when she's bored at night, she goes down and just takes other people's food. Most of my food I keep in my cupboard. Yeah. And um, I keep like a few perishables and like stir fry packets and stuff like that in the fridge. So nothing she can steal. Mm. So 
Um, well, so I don't. I haven't had. <laughs> she's crazy. She is literally the weirdest person. <laughs> I love her so much. She's so not there. Like mm. she's just not all there. Yeah. N- ever. Like you'll you'll like talk to her and she'll be like, oh sorry, what's going on? And like she's <laughs> she's like manic pixie dream girl kind of not yeah. all there. And it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, she's she's just hilarious to be around. Like she will literally just disappear for a week. And we'll be like, where really? were you? She's like, oh, I went home. <laughs> like, that's her voice as well. Like, wow. oh, God, she's absolutely hilarious. Wow, impressive. And oh. also, on the sort of food thing, how do you find, like, because obviously you have to fund yourself. Mm. So it's like... I live off my student loan. My parents don't give me an allowance. Right. Well, how is yeah. that? So I actually, I'm very lucky. I have a deal with my parents. They pay for accommodation. And right. I live off my student loan. I'm not allowed to ask for any money from them. If I run out of money, that's my problem. Mm. So I came up with a very particular budget where I went, this is how much I want for each meal. This is how much I want. This is how much I get a week for like extras like coffee. Mm. And my budget comes in just under what my student loan is in total. So theoretically, that plus um, like I have a job on the side as well. Right. So I earn a little bit of money. I earn like 40 pounds a month. Not much, but it'll just it's a little bit extra spending mm. money. And then if I, I have that budget in my head, I've sort of mem- kept kept it to memory. So when I go shopping, I'm like, okay, so this is, if I'm shopping just for dinners here, or if I'm shopping for like lunch and dinner, I'm mm. like, if I keep it under twenty pounds, then I still have all my lunch budget for the rest of the week to spend on coffee, right? Or you know, <laughs> to spend on a night out. And then you know, budget things in like going out, mm. budget that kind of stuff, and budget in a little bit extra because if you know you're prone to retail therapy like me, I have. £10 for coffee and other things. So that right. £10 a week is just that little bit extra for buying myself a coffee every now and then mm. or for retail therapy if I feel like I need it. Yeah. So um, like my advice would be make a really strict budget and honestly try to stick to it as much as you can. And at the end of each week, go over how much you've spent, just keep track, keep receipts, and then go, okay, so I'm a little bit over this week, but it's fine because I was under by like, you know, £20 last week and yeah. I'm over only by like, 15 this week so it's fine I'm still within budget I'm still like doing all right and then you know be super thrifty one week so that you can have a big blowout on a pub crawl next week kind of thing yeah yeah I mean that's sensible I think Mm. yeah um okay so uh moving away from being at university to sort of after university you said earlier that you were moving (laughs) you were planning to move to uh uh, LA Mm, I want to go film school Right. And is that sort of what what made you make that decision? So it's a decision I've sort of made over the summer and the last couple months. But I've always kind of wanted to be in the film industry. I want to be an author, but obviously to be an author, <laughs> you have to have another profession. I'm yeah. a very much creative type. I could never see myself working in an office. Yeah. Or if I, if I was working in an office, it would have to be writing. Mm. Um, but... So I've always kind of wanted to work in the film industry and I talked to my dad about it who works in the film industry mm. and he's like, you kind of have to go to film school um, because he fell into it. He did, because um, mm. especially because he does design. What I want to do is like directing. He's yeah. like, really, just go to film school, watch a lot of artsy films, get it over with <laughs> and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but so um, that's my plan at the moment. Uh, however, I... Honestly, don't know. We've got. Th- I've still got basically three years, so yeah. we'll find. We'll see what I end up doing. Still time to think about it. Yeah, definitely. Is, yeah, and how do you think that sort of? So, what did you study at college? Uh, I did history, English, and French. 
Right. So how and AS in biology, which was completely random and I'd have died again. <laughs> don't, don't do biology kids. And that affects the biology department, of course. <laughs> All offence to the biology oh, right. department. They are <laughs> absolutely shit. I I'm allowed to deface them. I'm not here anymore. I wow, don't okay. like the biology department. Well, uh, I, I would like to... Uh, I do not um, condone uh, what she's saying. I got no support or help. The way they set out the curriculum is terrible. Maybe they fixed it since I did my AS. Possibly, probably. But I, <laughs> yeah, but I really, really hated my biology AS. I didn't get the support or help that I needed at all. Right. So, <laughs> sorry, biology department. Just fully went off on one that's, on you there, but... Well, it's fine. You know, it's important to give feedback. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, <coughs> how do you think... So is it more of a thing that you were thinking, well, I want to be an author, but I need some, a backup? Oh, yeah, I've been so, thinking that for years. I just haven't figured out what I wanted to do yeah. as a backup. So is it sort of history in English? Yeah. That sort of degree was... Was that sort of geared towards you wanted to find... What, why did you choose that specifically, that degree? I just really like it. Mm. I am of the strong belief that if you have the means, go and do an undergraduate degree in something you like. Yeah. Don't do a degree in something you think is going to get you a job. Do that as a fucking master's. <laughs> Don't do a degree in subjects you are passionate about, and you will have so much fun. Mm. Otherwise, you'll spend all your time partying and no time studying, and you'll just be really sad. Yeah. Like, I really, really love history and English. Probably won't do anything in my like you know i might do some like historical fiction and obviously english helps for writing but it's not this yeah. it's not a necessity so i'm just very passionate about those subjects and i really just wanted to study them at university mm. so i i genuinely think that if you have the means you should go to just do a degree you're passionate about and yeah. then do another one later if you need one for a job or something like that yeah because i also think a lot of jobs these days uh, degrees it's sort of been a weird thing because it was sort of it used to be that you didn't need a degree then it became you needed a degree yeah. and that's becoming less of a necess necessity yeah but also sort of like degree. the degree doesn't super matter unless you're doing like a stem subject yeah. if, like let's say you know you want to go into cancer research then obviously do biology obviously. <laughs> but let's say you're not quite sure what you want to do go do something you're passionate about and you mm. might discover a job in that like history and English can be applied to literally a hundred different jobs yeah. because it's just about the skills that you learn not about what you actually learn mm. whereas like stem subjects are obviously different mm. but in human Humanities in general, um, it's about how you're learning and like the skills you're building up, not what you're learning. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, think I agree. <laughs> That's, yeah, um, and yeah. <laughs> um, what do you want to do at university? Well, I am currently in a conundrum oh. because I have got two unconditional offers both for the same place Where? both for Bournemouth oh yeah um, for film but then also for television production where and is, it's like where is Bournemouth Bournemouth is south coast it's southwest or southeast southwest it's uh, sort it, of is it in like Devon it's uh, where is it it's in Dorset oh Okay. It's like the main. That gives me a vague say. idea of where it is. Yeah. I'm really bad at English it's, geography. So am I. I'm I thinking about where's Bournemouth, and I don't actually know. I think it's. Yeah, I don't know, but my grandma lives in Bournemouth, so I I oh, knew that I knew the general nice. area. Yeah. Um, and obviously I have her if I need. Yeah, if I have a crisis. Nice. <laughs> to be um, fair, I, I do live quite far away from my parents, so there's a there is a lot of me phoning them yeah. up, asking for things, or like asking for a bike. Okay, when I got this sweater, 
I phoned, I FaceTimed my mum <laughs> to ask her how to wash it because I wasn't, because ah. it is like oh, at least white, part a, part, partially, partially wool. Yeah. Oh, wool. No, no, it's because it's a sweater. I didn't I want it to shrink. See. Oh, I wash oh. all my washing together. I don't divide really? it Really? I wash it all. Here's the trick. Wash it all together and put it on the colours setting because then the whites will be absolutely fine. If you put it on the white setting, it'll fuck with the colours. But also, most of the time, things won't bleed. Like, things aren't designed to bleed. Mm. So you generally should be all right. Yeah. But if you listening have just done that and your things change colour, don't blame me. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. It's, I it's, didn't give hey, the advice. It's, always, it's also always worked for me. So it sounds like a you problem if yeah, you've yes. done that wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just bought bad clothes. <laughs> Buy better clothes. Buy, buy better clothes, buy, man. That's the message of this podcast. <laughs> buy better clothes. Buy better clothes. I, the washing is a pretty big thing, though. Cause it is. I don't, know, I don't know if you did it when you were living at home, but I have never done it. Um, my mum made sure to teach me, and yeah. there was a point when she went away for a week in my last year at college. She went away, she and my dad had like a nice, cute, romantic holiday. So I um, basically did the washing and right. washing up for a week because my brother's fucking useless. <laughs> Pardon my French. I'm sorry, sorry, Sandra, if you're listening, which she definitely isn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so I, uh, I did learn how to use at least our washing machine. The washing right. machine there is very different, yeah. which actually didn't serve me well to learn how to use our washing machine. So the washing machine there is just punch some buttons. Right. Our washing machine, obviously, you have to pour liquid in and yeah. stuff. Oh, did you not have to do that? No, no, it's pods. Oh, yeah, which very good. Like, really confused me to no end. It took me so long <laughs> to figure out what to use. Yeah. And I eventually had to, like, borrow someone's pods. Do you have to pay? Uh, yeah. You do. It's extortionate and the machine's constantly broken. Yeah. But the battle with circuit laundry, which is... <laughs> The one I think a lot of universities use is yeah. ongoing and very long because they have weird contracts that they sign the university into and then they are utterly shit at keeping up yeah. their end. So the university is constantly trying to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult, that one. Because it's yeah. quite an essential thing. Yeah, it's definitely something I do laundry once a week. Right. And then I change my bed sheets every two weeks. Yeah. If I mean, that's for university. Yeah, that's I, I do good. try to. Like, I current, I've left bed sheets in my room drying because I didn't have time oh. to dry them because I was going to miss my train otherwise. So, yeah. but at least when I come back, my room will smell of laundry, which true, is always true. a good smell. And also, I'm just thinking what would be amazing is that you can, you when you travel from university to home, you don't need to bring anything. I brought a f- like a very full suitcase and I didn't. Oh. I brought like nothing home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, but it's to be fair, it's a very small suitcase. I'm yeah. having. I'm gonna. Go, I know for a fact I'm gonna have to bring a big one up because <laughs> there's a few things from home I want to take back up and, and nothing is else is yeah. gonna fit in that suitcase. Yeah, I think because it's kind of it's just like you've got two houses. It's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, like, it is nice actually. Them. Yeah, because yeah. I do leave a few things at home which mm. I know I don't want to wear at uni or don't yeah. want to use at uni. And then I come back and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, I, I wore a fur jacket to a party I went to last night and I was like, I forgot Ooh. about this. That's fun. That's fun, yeah. I also feel like, I don't know, university is just, you, are, you just, it's like a whole new realm. It is. It's, it's a whole separate world. It's, it's like its own little bubble and mm. I really kind of love it. I definitely have some friends who aren't a huge fan of that right. aspect of it. But I love it. It's um, You walk through, especially on a campus, because mm. obviously there is a huge difference between city and yes. campus and York's yeah. campus. Um, but I love being on a campus just mm. because it's it's all university students, so you know everyone Everyone walking around is having the same things as you. Yeah. Same struggles, same issues. Everyone's going to a lecture or late for a seminar or going to the library to study for eight hours straight, mm. you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and yeah. um, it's just really lovely. And uh, the campus at York is really nice. Yeah. So. I'm just thinking about that, because, like, my other option is Bristol. Yeah. Which is a city 
so yeah. I have hospital. a friend who's at Sheffield, which is a city right. uni, and she came up to visit for a weekend, and she said she really loves the city aspect. So I think it's just the yeah. kind of person you are. I like yeah. being close to the city, but not mm. like yeah. I mean, now you say that, I am thinking a city university would be because it doesn't feel like a university. It just feels mm. like you're going between buildings. Yeah, and that, that would be the thing for me. I love yeah. the idea of having a little bubble where it's just university. Yeah. Like that's 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 your home. Yeah, and that's your home bubble. And then, like, the, there is also the city if you want to go into town. Mm. But you don't have to be in there. Yeah, you know? like um, at Bournemouth, the Talbot campus, which is, like, the main mm. campus. It's, like, ten-minute bus from, uh, the like, the heart. Yeah, we have the same thing. Yeah. Um, which is freaked my mum out. Because she's like, you're never going to get the bus. You're going to be late every day. Oh, my God, I get the bus <laughs> constantly. Yeah, but apparently the bus is really slow. It's like... Ten minutes, though. That's what's no, 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 but as in it gets stuck in traffic. And oh, yeah. Because there's, like, one main artery in Bournemouth. Oh. Everyone goes up and down. So it's like yeah. kind of a night because Bournemouth is a town as opposed to like a city. Yeah. So it's not like a, but it's like the university is the biggest. It's a university town. So it's yeah. the university. It's like a town the, around a university. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's quite a new university as it goes. When, when was it? When was it built? Well, my mum, because she grew up in Bournemouth, yeah. so she says she remember it being built, and she was born in 1969. Really? Because that's. But then my grandma s- says that's utter bullshit. So I don't, I don't know whether my she mom was might just, have just remembered like renovations. Yeah, being done. probably or like the Bournemouth Arts University. Yeah, because like I because York is a really new uni. York mm. was built in the sixties. Wow. York was founded in like sixty three, which is why it's all terrible Brutalist <laughs> architecture. Yeah, and I have such I. There's such a wonderful contrast between all the nature and the water that the mm. York campus has because it's built around like a man-made lake. Right. It's got tons of trees and little green spaces, and then like this fucking brutalist, like <laughs> UFO-looking central hall. So you'll just like see it through the trees and across the pond, and it's just like oh, a spaceship's landed. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's kind of it's kind of a wonderful contrast. So like mm. once you get used to sort of the shock of seeing brutalism <laughs> every day. Yeah, because it's like because that's the thing with Bristol is it looked really old. Like it looked like it was built in like you know the 1500s. It's sort of a nice yeah, old. Yeah, well, that Bristol's kind of... old, but it's like 1800s, isn't it, or something like uh, that? Well, I thought that, but then I saw a plaque, which was like what looked like the main building. It was yeah. a plaque being like opened by King George V in 1923. I was like, oh. what? 1923. Oh, I've just my mum to Bristol. Really? So. really? Yeah. Because I, I don't know whether they make, they built it to look older than it is. But I don't know. Po- quite possibly. That was the fashion back then. Well, true. Yeah, it Bri- looks very nice. Bristol was my backup. Was it? Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't go there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> really Bristol's, glad I went to York. Yeah, Bristol's very... It's it's aesthetic. Very aesthetic. It's just mm. very nice. There's a lot of nice it's areas. A, it's, it's a good university and it's like a nice city. Yeah. But apparently, like, I've talked to students from there... And apparently the mental health services are as bad as they say they wow. are. Like, they keep talking how much about their beefing them up, but I think that a lot of that is show for yeah. um, new students. Apparently the mental health services are as utter crap as they, yeah. they always are. You know, I was speaking to someone at Bournemouth, and I didn't know 40,000 students go to Bournemouth University. Wow. And I'm like, I, where? I wonder how many students go to York, because I walk around, because... And I'm like, I wonder how many there are. There's 15 in my house, and that's one house in a three-house block. Right. And we're on a quad of three blocks. Wow. So, like... Probably a lot. Yeah. Like there but must, it's like you never see them together. But, of course, it never feels like it, because yeah. it's quite spread out. And, and you never is, have a scenario te- where is, the whole university There is technically another together. campus, so... Oh. Because is a university, is that a thing? Do you ever... Does it, is it ever that the whole university is together in one place? No. No. Not that I can think of. Yeah, because it's... You might have, like, a whole year together. 
Like you might have all of the freshers because all of the freshers had an induction meet. Actually, that's not even true. They were staggered and timed because you couldn't get all the freshers into Central Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking yeah. many of us. <laughs> well, university is exciting, yeah. I think. Fundamentally, yeah. it's exciting. It's a new adventure. It is really exciting. I'm so excited for the rest of my three years there. Yeah, I think that's good. I think once you've... Because you're sort of, yeah. I mean, you're halfway through your first year, but you're you coming to the end You've got to give yourself three or four weeks to get used to it. Yeah. And then you're used to it, and that's where you live. And now I can't wait to go back. Mm. I, I miss it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, miss, I think a good... I miss my bed and my... The sign of a, pl- of a great place is when you leave and you immediately miss it. Because mm. it was like here, when I left for the summer holidays mm. last year, well, I, I mean this year, but in uh, J- July, when yeah. I left, I was like, oh, I want to go back. It was like the day I left. Yeah. And I'm like, that's when you know you've got you found somewhere good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't I don't miss Godalming. I, <laughs> I miss my Godalming friends. Mm. Um, I'm just really glad to be done with A-levels mostly. Yeah. I think I was just lucky stressful. I got a good department. Yeah. A-levels were so stressful for me. Mm. And university has been so wonderful because I'm just really passionate about the subjects that yeah. I'm doing, stuff that I enjoy. Yeah. So and first year, I don't know if this is the case with your course, but um, I believe with my courses, the first year doesn't count for anything. First year doesn't count at York. It depends on the university. First year mm. doesn't count. Which um, is amazing. It, well, <laughs> I say it doesn't count. It's kind of pass-fail. If you fail yeah. everything, obviously they're going to kick you out. Obviously. But as long as you like are getting above like a D, basically, they're, they're, they're pretty happy to keep yeah. you. Because, I mean, it's, they get money. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's also about getting you used to things because it's yeah. so different. Like the way of writing essays, it's insanely different. Mm. Yeah, I'm going for subjects, practical subjects. So mm. not psych. Because I, I, I like writing essays. I was just never, for GCSE, I was never really trained to do essays very well That's at fair. all. And just from then on, because I think once you reach a certain stage, mm. learning such an essential skill like essay yeah. writing is impossible. So I think yeah. I, my, when I was at my old school, they just missed the mark. They didn't teach yeah. me and then... No, that's very fair. It was mainly that... Because history... Whilst English is the most essay subject, history is where you sort of learn essays. It's where yeah, you learn it's to write essays. I think the thing about English is there's a very particular way of writing English yeah. essays, which is something that's always come very naturally to me. Yeah. Mostly just because, like, I love doing it. Yeah. And I am a writer, so mm. I'm quite fluent in making words sound the way I want them to. Yeah. So... I mean, English essays are... I find easier than history essays because English essays yeah. are essentially opinion essays. Oh, English essays, you don't Wh- have to have... Uh, history essays are very facts. difficult. I'm putting it's off like writing my history essay at the yeah. moment because I just really don't want to. Um, <laughs> no, English essays are definitely easier to write than history essays. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with English. English is... I got did well at GCSEs. Um, I didn't carry it on because I can't be bothered to read books. But two lines <laughs> in English at GCSE. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I got an I eight and a, and a six, which is, no, compared nice. to what I was predicted, pretty exceptional. Yeah, that's pretty um, solid, man. So, and I didn't learn, it. they spent the whole thing, like, <laughs> you need to learn quotes. I didn't learn a single quote. Really? And it was literally that I got my uh, eight for. So How did you not learn a quote? I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I had, I had a, I'd made little booklets for GCSEs. Mm. Uh, and which I put all the quotes into, <laughs> which I can actually recommend. It's quite good. Wow. Here's some A-level re- revision tip. Uh, make a booklet with all the different characters. Put quotes for the characters. Oh, that's fun. Because while it is an open book exam, it's useful to know the quotes vaguely. Yeah. So, so I think um, 
our GCSE English literature wasn't an open book. Oh, no, GCSE isn't. No, that's so what I love about A level. Really most stressful. Books, <laughs> most exams at uni are open book. Mm. Like, most of them, like, you're allowed a copy of the book or, like, a page of notes or something yeah. in the exam room, even if it's a closed exam. Yeah. So. That's why I never got, like, when you do, like, practice exams at, like, junior school mm. or primary school or... or any time before GCC, it was like, well, here's a calculator paper and a non-calculator paper. I'm like, why do we need a non-calculator paper if no significant exam we ever do in our entire lives <laughs> requires us to do non-calculator? It makes no sense at all. And it doesn't help you learn anything. It just helps you learn to stress out more. No, it's so pointless. Utterly pointless. It's one of those things where it's like, all you're doing is, like, GCSE, if you do well at GCSE, you're good at memorising facts. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. If you do well at A-level, it is slightly more skill-based. Mm. But even then, it's still, you're good at memorising stuff. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Or you're good at doing it the exact way they want it. I got C in English. Mm. I got it remarked and bumped up to a B, but still, nice. I was predicted an A-star. And it's because... I didn't do it the exact way they want it. Mm. And it's just such a particular way. University, I've been fucking thriving with my essays and my English. Yeah. I love it because I can do whatever the fuck I want and then no one can stop me. <laughs> that, that. that is the thing I found always with like state exams mm. is that they're just... It's, it is all remembering. Like, but it, and if you don't remember Absolutely. it, you're like, Everyone who's like, oh, exams mark how intelligent you are, that's so utter not bullshit. true. Utter bullshit. It's utter bullshit. Obviously, there is part of it that's intelligence, mm. but like... Are you an interesting person? No. You're good at remembering facts. Congratulations. Yeah. The interesting people are the te often tend to be the ones who are very smart but may not do too well on the exams yeah. because they just don't, they can't do it the exact way they're meant it's to It's like be. Goodwill Hunting. It's like, have yeah. you seen that film? He's like, he's clever, but he just remembers everything. Mm. He has no soul. And then Robert Williams comes along and it's just... <laughs> <laughs> That's it is a good film. That's an amazing film. Yeah. I think I watched it like while super sick and just sort of That'd be a incredible film to watch when you're sick. Oh, God. Oh. I will say, actually, one thing I'm going to mention is Freshers' Flu. Give some advice for things like Freshers' Flu. Because right. I got sick the week, a couple of weeks before university with, like, a flu virus. Mm. And I, like, threw up and was, like, in bed for a few days. It was awful. I, like, literally went, like, two days without eating. <laughs> it was the worst. Um, that didn't properly go away. Because, obviously, viruses stay in your system for, yeah. like, a month or so before and so if you get like sick again those will come back up mm. obviously like fresh i got a bit of freshest flu a bit of coughing um that came back up a few times so i did have a like 24 hours when i was just in bed and i missed all my lectures and all that jazz because i just like couldn't move i was in pain i'd like couldn't mm. eat anything um thank god for my friends because they came around and like yeah. made me some food when i was feeling better and stuff like that and gave me medicine but like bring a big medicine bag expect to get freshers flu and expect it to be fucking weird and expect to be sick constantly because the thing is it is a huge infestation like there's just germs mm. everywhere because it's you know a bunch of students lumped into one place together a bunch of boys who've never learned to wash their hands um gross, gross, gross. <laughs> and then like you are working yourself really hard like mm. i personally am as well because i'm part of tons of society so i will yeah. be like let's say i have a 9 a.m lecture i'm up at 9 a.m and I might not come home until 4 p.m. And then I'll go to dinner and then I'll do something after dinner. And All then right. I'll stay up till 11 watching Netflix. Or I'll go out and won't come back till 2 a.m. So, like, and that's a pretty normal day. Yeah. Like, I might, I don't have a lot of 9 a.m. lectures, but I might get, or I might have to get up. I generally try to get up for 10. Yeah. Because breakfast ends at 10.30. Um, Is it generally lectures are quite late in the day compared to, like, school that starts at, like, 8 o'clock? It completely depends. 
the song, right? It yeah. honestly completely depends. And they vary. What's the sort of thing for, like, if you miss a lecture? Is, is it university-specific so, or is it a general rule? Uh, I'm not sure about other universities. York, we have this thing called replay capture. I was like when they record all yeah, the lectures. Yeah, so they record oh. the lectures and they record the PowerPoint as well. So oh. they're moving on. So surely you could just not go to any lectures? You could, but it honestly, trust me when I say it's easier to just be there at a lecture and to just, yeah. like, get the vibe of what's going on. Right. And is there, like, an attendance thing? Or is it uh, not? Is it just you? Oh just no, they don't up? take attendance. They take attendance in seminars, and right. if you don't go to any seminars, they get worried, and they'll be like, "Yo, are you all right? What's going on?" Mm. But other than that, um, you could ch- you can just not go to any lectures. I recommend you do. Obviously, you can miss a few here and there. I know I have, um, but it's about figuring out what you can and can't miss. And honestly, like it's just better, it's easier to go to the lectures and absorb the information then, and use the replay capture as revision. Yeah. And what is the difference between a lecture and a seminar? So lectures are an hour long, sometimes they can be two hours. You sit down in a lecture theatre with like a hundred other students and someone at the front talks talks at you oh. and you take notes. A seminar is generally two hours, at least for my course it is. You sit around a table just like this and uh, the person leading it, so for us it was post-PhD students who were going to become professors, Right. Um, but they were like still in training with teaching and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they'll lead a seminar and you'll discuss the lecture, you'll discuss the reading of that week. You might do little like exercises and activities, but mostly you'll sit around and chat about it. So in English, for example, we'll read a book, we'll have a lecture on the book and on the author, then we'll go to a seminar and we'll talk about it. And we'll Ooh. discuss it and you get, it's really, really cool. I love so the seminars. seminars are like fun. Seminars are great. It's like a, like a one of those, what, like a workshop sort of thing yeah yeah it's fantastic is it like the whole is it big people like a lot no, of people no 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 seminars are really small oh. seminars they'll be like 15 if you max wow yeah no sem- seminars are small because uh, it enables you to have a smaller group to talk about things and then you'll split up into even smaller groups so. that's fun yeah that is wow yeah we came up with an entire theory um, <laughs> which we then proposed I can't even remember what it was it was oh no it was we so we came up with a theory that one specific poem was about how sexually frustrated this like Elizabeth Barrett <laughs> Browning we were doing Elizabeth Barrett Browning and we read one specific poem and it was very much like I'm really sexually frustrated he makes me so horny poem <laughs> like it was pretty obvious yeah. and then we proceeded to read the rest of the poems with that in mind <laughs> and then proposed this to our teacher who was like well technically you can prove it, so you're not wrong. And we basically <laughs> spent the entire time talking about how utterly horny Elizabeth Barrett Browning was. Wow. It was really, it was hilarious. But yeah. like, we were doing work and we could have technically <laughs> written an essay on that. That's, so, that's, that's pretty fun. Yeah, it's great, fair. it's great. Yeah. Right, wow. Yeah. That, that, that was an exciting episode, I think. I think university is fun, it, probably. It, really, it is. You have to... So my like my may I make like a closing statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do my my advice, my final advice to anyone planning on going to university: do something you like. Don't worry about making friends; friends will find you. Join all the societies. Just go absolutely batshit. Join as many societies as you can, and then whittle it down. And just have fun with it. Don't stress yourself out too much, especially not in first year. Don't overwork yourself. Don't stay up till twelve a.m. every night. Take medicine. Eat well, exercise, live life. Wow. Incredible closing advice. Now, uh, 
uh, that leaves me only with uh, to thank uh, Hannah for being on the episode. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for listening. Uh, and I will see you next week with another episode. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>